I'm Marnie Hughes, and this is Missing on News Nation. Each week, we focus on a missing person case from across the country, taking you behind the headlines. Every missing person matters, no matter their background or past, race or circumstances. They're missed by their family, their friends, their community, and sometimes by complete strangers. It's our mission to bring these cases to light with the hope of finding answers and sometimes offering closure. And maybe you can help us solve some of these mysteries too. This is Missing. This week's case takes us to Southeast Pennsylvania, where the family of this young woman have been looking for years. 21-year-old Courtney Stauffer has been gone for 11 years now. Before her disappearance, Courtney spent the night going out with her friends, and through the course of that last night that we know about, police were called to her apartment several times. Still, police, all these years later, have no idea where she went on that night in July of 2011. News Nation's Sloan Glass has a closer look at Courtney's disappearance. Some inner tubes, a hot July day, and a mission to remember Courtney Stauffer. This is just kind of one of my favorite days of the year because we get to celebrate her and we get to keep her name and memory out there and um, do something that she loved to do. Look and see some of the same people been here 11 years in a row. It's incredibly humbling. Stauffer was 21 when she vanished from her Palm Ira, Pennsylvania apartment in the early hours of July 29th, 2012. It's a painful mystery that haunts her family. And it all goes back to some of the people that were around her that night. On the night before her disappearance, Stauffer hosted a get-together at her apartment. Investigators say a neighbor called police and Stauffer's boyfriend was arrested, upset. Stauffer, with a group of acquaintances, headed to downtown Harrisburg. At the now-closed hardware bar, Stauffer reportedly got into an altercation with a man who she believed had stolen money from her in the past. Then, around 3 a.m., Stauffer and a friend returned to her apartment. An argument broke out with the neighbors and police were called. Palmyra police ended the argument and Stauffer and the male friend went inside. But a short time later, another 911 call about stomping and yelling coming from her apartment. When police arrived for the third time, shortly after 4 a.m., they say all was quiet and dark, so they left. The friend told her family they went to sleep around 4, and when he woke up at 7 a.m., Courtney wasn't there, so he left. When she didn't show up to meet her family at the Lebanon area fair, they went to check on her. They found her purse, keys, phone, and car, but no sign of Courtney, despite searching her home and car, and even a local lake. tip she was there, her family says all they have is more questions. I just don't believe for one second that that many people can be involved with my daughter that night in such a short period of time. I have no information and have no idea what happened to her. Investigators have said everyone in contact with Courtney that night was interviewed multiple times. They have also confirmed looking into two break-ins at Courtney's apartment before her disappearance. 
but because the case is an open investigation, they won't reveal details. Courtney's a special young lady. To mark 10 years since Courtney's disappearance, her family and friends sat down with a local production company to talk about their fondest memories. No matter how much time passes, I'll never forget the sound of her laugh. She was just a really wonderful soul. I just miss her a lot. I miss her every day. As a child, she was just always bright, a flower, inquisitive. Um, I would want to be right there in the center of things. She was just a beautiful person. Her, I can still hear her laugh and see her smile. She was just loud, funny, crazy, crazy person. She was awesome. <laughs> There's two extra larges. Selling t-shirts to raise money, Courtney's family has built up a large reward fund, and they hope their continued efforts to keep the case in the spotlight will someday bring Courtney home. That one day we will know what happened to her, um, and there will be justice served. You know, 11 years later, you're like, do the right thing, do the right thing. I'm still asking to do the right thing. You know, there's still $100,000 for the person that does the right thing. And that is the one thing every case we cover has in common. Family and friends who will go to the end of the earth for answers and they will never stop searching. Joining me now, one of Courtney's good friends, Elizabeth uh, Monk. Elizabeth, thank you for being with us and giving us some time. It's hard. Uh, 11 years goes by with no answers uh, for you and other friends of Courtney's. I know it is, um, it is so sad uh, to have this much time pass. What's your favorite memory of Courtney. Um, what do you remember about her that you still hold on to now and cherish? Definitely her fun personality and her, she was just a beautiful person to be around. She was a really good friend and gave great advice and she was just loud and crazy. So she made it fun. What types of things was she into? What did she enjoy doing in, in her personal life? We love being outdoors, being um, in the woods, going floating around the river. So that's why we do that. That was one of our favorite things to do. Um, definitely jamming out to music, going to concerts. That's one one of the things that, you know, is sad. She's missed out on so much time. Just fun and family life. Did you ever so have any concerns, Elizabeth, um, about her safety as you guys were in groups? Had she ever shared anything? Um, any red flags that all these years later you think back um, that stick out to you in your mind? Not to me. Um, I think she kind of sheltered us from that part of her life because we were younger. Like she kept, kept like hanging out with us and we would have a lot of fun and we were really close, but she didn't disclose, you know, that side of her life. She never really talked about it with me. So and, I don't really, and don't now, like, you know, the main things that have happened like the main things that happened i i knew about but other other things i didn't i found out you know growing up later in life you know from her right her mom and stuff too are there things now that you've learned about what she may have been going through then that have come to light that the family has shared and and police have shared um a little bit, not really. Like just little things like um, leading up to her disappearance and just coincidences um, surrounding that night, you know, just where she was, who she was with. I know it's been a lot of time, Elizabeth, but what do you remember about being told that she was missing? 
I remember not believing it at first. I was like in denial, I think. But I just thought like it wasn't possible, you know, such a little town, things like that don't happen here. How could that, how could that be? Um, But yeah, it it was hard for a long time. We were so young too, you know, we had to go go back to school when the summer ended. So we grew up a lot together, but it was hard not having her to be there. Yeah. Was she working at the time? Was she going to school? She was working with um, one of her friends, Lindsay, doing dog grooming at the time. So she was uh, like cutting and grooming dogs. That's what she loved to do. She used to do humans. And then she said that she liked working on the animals more. What were her plans for the future, Elizabeth, that she had shared? Um, I just know she wanted to um, have fun. I mean, I was really young. I have a lot of good memories with her and everything. I just know she would have been a great, she would have had a great life. We all, we do talk about, we wonder, you know, what she would be like today. Would she still be the same crazy person or would she have settled down a little bit? So we never really know, but I just love remembering her how she was and thinking of yeah. the good times and the happy memories. Right. Uh, again, I know it's it's been some time and you were young, but tell me about the searches over the years. Have you been a part of any of those as people in that community continue to look? There were um, like the big search parties in the beginning and then the lake after a couple of years, there was a lead that came through. Um, we, I actually remember when the lake was searched, we were um, in school that day and it was really hard. Um, I remember being there because I was, me and her sister were in the same grade. So it was always, we were always hanging around together. How's her sister doing? Uh, How's the family? It's tough. I, it, I struggle too, because I obviously, you know, you want answers for yourself and for everybody, but it's mainly for the family. I struggle with just being close to them and seeing, well, you know, going through everything pictures are everywhere still in the house you know their memory is always going to be alive you just don't know what happened sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Do you still live in Palmyra now? Yes, I do live in Palmyra. Okay. And is this case something that people still talk about? Is it still a part of daily conversation? Yes, absolutely. People do reach out randomly too to the family and they'll... Or if you run into them, they'll say, like, I follow her story. You know, we pray for you guys all the time. So there's always people reaching out and um, that know about what happened. All right. And there is a $100,000 reward. We heard her dad a moment ago say somebody knows something. They hope people will come forward even all these years later. There have been these gatherings at the 10-year mark. Uh, There was a gathering. Were you there for that, Elizabeth? Yes. Yeah, we do that every year. Tell me about those. 
So it's pretty fun because um, it's just celebrating our life. So everybody just comes together, get a whole bunch of floats, and then afterward we'll do um, fireworks, cookout, things like that. It's just really nice, everybody coming together, and we just talk about court and keep her memory alive. If you, could say, if you could say anything to your friend, Elizabeth, if you could send a message to Courtney, um, what would you say what you miss most? I would say I just miss your laugh and I just really would love a hug too. She give really good hugs. I know her being gone leaves a hole in your heart. Um, please give our best, Elizabeth, to Courtney's family and to the rest of her circle of friends and supporters who want to know uh, what has happened to her. Uh, I appreciate you giving us some time. Thank you so much. Every missing person matters, no matter their background or past, race or circumstances. It's our mission to bring these cases to light. If you have a case you think we should be looking into, Submit it to newsnationnow.com slash missing. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Marnie Hughes. This is Missing. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.